Come on. Steps were taken, plans set in motion, and the strong and powerful Josh Albayero is here on Lifeblood Numbers. Welcome, Josh. Hello, how are you? I am doing Happy great. Happy to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on. Josh is a CPA and he's the CEO of IOGO, it is an accounting firm. Excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so um, we are um, a little crazy, right? Because, you know, who who gets into this world of uh, tax and accounting and loves it, right? <laughs> Me. I always <laughs> I always la- I always like to ask entrepreneurs and, you know, you know, race of, you know, show of hands, you know, who uh, who, you know, who, who got into this business to, to become an, an accountant, right? And like, you know, just basically me, right? So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, so I have been in a tax and accounting for 20 years now. Um, and, you know, I love how, you know, it just changes so much and, and, and you know, finding the different ways of, um, you know, helping young companies grow, you know, finding different ways to helping customers. Uh, it's, it's always, always a beautiful thing. And, you know, I spend half of my time in the city of Dallas and half of my time here in the city of Atlanta, uh, both to, uh, to, you know, tech hubs, you know, so it's, it's very convenient for us. Love it. Uh, you know, which changes, changes the, the weather and the hospitality a little bit, but, you know, it's sure. just, you know, two, two very cool cities to live in. Nice. Yeah, it's interesting, right? It's one of those things where I became a salesperson out of college, not ever thinking I was going to be a salesperson. It's like, oh, right. who, who who grows up to be a salesperson? And now I do financial stuff. It's like I didn't even right. know what a financial services person was when I was a kid. And same probably goes <laughs> for tax and accounting. So, yeah, life, life same, is a- uh, I had a, a, you know, I didn't think I was going to end up here. You know, I went to, uh, I, I, all my life I grew up in a family of chefs and, and, and cooks and, you know, that, that was my passion. Right. Uh, and then you, you know, life takes you in a different direction and then, you know, you find that those things that you love, right? Yeah. Amen. So it's interesting, right? When 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 I think back on what the industry looked like 20 years ago, when when I got started, this is literally my 20th year, and then what right. it is today, it's just totally different. And you know, is is has technology had had a big impact on your world as well? Yeah. So in in two ways, I and I I love to you know always talk about how technology has. You know, as always, right, technology comes in and scares all of us, right? And we're like, you know, oh, my God, you know, robots are going to be doing accounting <laughs> now and we're not going to have a job anymore, right? Uh, taxes are going to become digital, you know, all digitalized and people are just going to do it themselves, right? And then, you know, that, that scare kind of goes away when you realize, you know, the you realize what it is, right? It's, uh, it's the one topic <clears throat> and, you know, um, there's the, there's the say that, you know, the two things you want to escape in life is taxes and death, right? Well, that is those are the say. two things that nobody <laughs> wants to talk about, right? Uh, taxes and death. So, you know, so technology comes in and you can look at it either way, either you can be scared of it or you can use it, you know, as, uh, and as a way for you to, uh, offer better customer service for you to be more efficient, for you to drive, uh, uh, you know, a lot of more, you know, business, uh, and, you know, 
ultimately, uh, you know, for you to grow that, you know, that, that customer base, you know, so that that's what we do. You know, it's, uh, you know, we here at Ayugo, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we implemented what we call it, you know, we married your traditional CPA situation, you know, with technology. And we don't put the technology in front of the customer because we realize, uh, you know, many years ago that the customer, you know, back to my original point, the customer doesn't want to do their own accounting, right? The customer right. doesn't want to do their own taxes. They want to be guided. They want to be shown. They want to, you know, this is why they're paying you for, right? And but they do expect you to use technology to, you know, to simplify the process, you know, to find better ways of or better outcomes when it comes to their tax and accounting. So, you know, we've learned to, you know, develop our own technology as well, you know, to ensure that we can service our customers, you know, in the most efficient way as possible. So, two, you know, two, two different ways, right? You have on one side, you have people who are always going to be scared of technology. And you're going to have the other ones, you know, who, you know, we're going to leverage technology for, you know, to grow our businesses. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. that, that that's really what what I sort of view myself as too is just helping people to marshal and bring together all the resources because people don't want to do their own financial planning. They, they, right. they might be interested in certain aspects of it, but bringing the whole picture together, certainly not. And I, I, I understand and appreciate that the taxes and accounting is, 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 is very similar. Um, yep. Talking about how, how you come from a family of, of, of chefs and, and, and cooks, and I imagine that, that a lot of the, the businesses that you're working with, um, I don't know that, that you have restaurants necessarily, but probably a lot of tech companies, um, right. but I think that they probably all have similar needs and, and challenges. How, how, how do you help them interact with, 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 with technology? So about 12 to 15% of our customer base is in the hospitality business. And it is very, very, one, is it's, it's very eye-opening, too. It's, it's somewhat painful at the beginning when you start uh, seeing the lack of technology. You know, it's just because of the nature of the business, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of, uh, and I always like to tell this story. We were doing a, we were doing a, you know, a, 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 you know, work, you know, for a, a dealership about 20 years, about 10 years ago. And there was this lady in Houston, Texas, who will come in and, and sell you tamales, right? And like, you know, Mexican tamales. And she will come in and always, you know, ask for $10 for 12 tamales. And then he got to a point where we didn't want to buy him anymore because he was an everyday thing. And then we said, well, what if we tell her that we don't have any cash, right? Just we don't have any cash, right? And then we started, you know, telling her that we didn't have any cash. Well, the next time she came in and she was she was ready with her phone and her little stripe uh, <laughs> clip, <laughs> you know. So that was eye opener for uh, for me to say, hey, you know, people can embrace technology, right? So what can we do to help these folks do that? And you know, through the process of accounting, we see ourselves not just as accountants, but more as mentors through you know to a lot of these small businesses. Um, so how to integrate accounting, you know, things like QuickBooks, you know, and and th things like you know uh, uh, you know third party applications that can. Uh, help uh, you know the growth of the business um, and we actually have a couple of folks here in the company that that's all they do you know they uh, they are sort of like you know the the mentors of young businesses into technology because back to my original point if I can teach my customers to embrace technology it just makes our lives so much easier uh, I mean to the point where you know you know transferring data it's no longer an issue you know back five ten years ago transferring data 
uh, everyone was so afraid of, you know, connecting their bank accounts to the different financial solutions. Now it's things are changing, right? And it's just an, it, what, what, I, what, what we call right, it's an educational process, right? A teaching process, and it's, it's you know, it's it's complicated, but you got to have a lot of patience, you know. But I think that's you know, in the world finance financials, right? You you, you got to have patience. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and I have to imagine being able to when 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 you're helping or able to help people become comfortable with technology and streamline finances. I imagine that their books get a little cleaner and a little easier for you to understand, which then the net effect will be helping them to actually use their financial information to not just look backwards, but to start to look forward and actually forecast. Right, forecasting. Right. I mean, that's a that's an an an, an amazing word when you you can understand what that actually means, right? And, 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 and essentially what I tell my customers is, you know, when you, when you get to that point, you know, of cleaning the books, you know, and starting and you start the forecasting process, that's when you are on, on your way to the next level of your business, right? Because you're now thinking of growth and you, the, the ability to see folks uh, um, understand that, you know, the, uh, the rewarding piece of seeing, you know, your, your, your customers go from, you know, not understanding the true meaning of having clean financials to now forecasting and coming to you and saying, hey, help me get to the next level. Uh, uh, and, you know, that, that's I think that's the rewarding piece of the of, of the business. Yeah. And an essential piece of that is knowing and, and having those 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 clean financials. So yeah. what what are I mean? I, I guess at some level it seems kind of obvious, like the 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 benefit to be able to look ahead. But coming out of hopefully we're coming out of COVID, what and you're you're having conversations about forecasting with with people that have maybe never done it before. Walk me through. Right. Here are the benefits. Yeah, so I think a lot of the you know looking forward, you know, it, you know depends on how well you can look backwards, right? So the the ability to understand the all of the opportunities you've missed in the past because one the lack of education you know uh, uh, or the lack of understanding you know of uh, financials or accounting you know and, and I always go to the basics right um, having clean books it's it's something you know that most of us know kind of understand but you know when it, once we get to the to to the details right it, it can get a little confusing but having clean books having you know your 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 you know your tax returns created you know in, in a way that it, it it's actually pro- projecting you for you know the next phase of your business um, and learning to understand look at all the things that we missed and uh, that's something that we really uh, you know, we, we really work on with a lot of our customers. It's hey, look at the opportunities that we missed in in, in, in 2019, right? In 2020, 2019, 2018. Um, you know, why don't we do these things? You know, and look forward, and we start forecasting. And the word forecasting becomes less of a painful word, and 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 now it's something. You know, going back, right? And 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 in using, you know, historical data, you know, with you know, with our customers, you know, just simple data, right? Look at all the opportunities that we could have addressed last year, right? Two two years ago, right? Look at, you know, to give you an example, right? We have a lot of self-employed individuals who, at this point, could have, uh, at the point in revenue where they are now, they could have been, you know, they could have established an LLC. 
uh, establish an S corporation, you know, and, and it doesn't apply for, to everyone, right? But it's uh, it's a good opportunity, you know, for us to go back and see and say, hey, look, you know, the, here's and here's what we missed in the past, but here's how we can look forward, and here's, you know, uh, through the process of forecasting, here's how much money we can save. Or here's, you know, how we can begin to lay the foundation for, you know, the next uh, phase of your business. Yeah, that, that would give somebody confidence. Say, hey, listen, I, 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 I know when you're sort of in the thick of it, it's hard to to recognize that you've got this much money consistently coming in. Uh, but this is this is where we're at, and this will allow you to potentially, whatever it is, you know, right. um, just buy something else, open another location. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. All those kinds yeah, of this is where we this is where we love working with very small businesses, right? We work with a lot of uh, ideas at first. You know, we love working with, you know, businesses that are uh, at the idea stage just because um, we have, you know, find out through the, you know, through, you know, the, the years of experience we have that, you know, it's a lot easier to guide someone from zero, take them to 10 percent, take them to 50 percent. It's a lot harder when they're, you know, the the, the customers already at 50 percent, right? Because there's a lot of habits there that, you know, that need to be changed. Um, but. You know, it's it's you know, love the idea of working with you know that uh, uh, person that's the idea stage, just because you know, you know, if you can guide that person, you know, if you can install the right habits, uh, there are more chances that the, that this person is going to be more successful in business. Yeah, that certainly makes sense, right? I could, you know, it's that whole teaching old dog new tricks thing where somebody has gotten to the point where they're at and they're probably enjoying some success, hopefully, uh, but they maybe have a lot of bad habits and they're not in the habit of, of doing a lot of things that they need to versus somebody who's just getting started, you can help to put those in, 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 in place right away. So for right. people who are listening and they are, maybe they're already earning some kind of income from a side hustle or, or, or they've got another business, how do they know when it's time to, to engage with somebody like you? You know, that's a, it's a very good question. I always tell people this. Um, the first thing you want to do is, Right. It's a, it's a it, to to use the word progression again. Right. The, the first thing you want to do is you want to do your own books. Right. Uh, you know, at least for the first, you know, few months, you know, uh, you know, the, you got to do your own books because, you know, doing your own books is going to show you whether you are on track or on ha to having a business or you're just it's just a side hustle. Right. And and it's just something on the side that doesn't require too much attention. Um and, you know, then you start the business, you'll, you'll see that the business, you know, starts to pick up. And then, you know, I feel like, you know, we go into the 50 50 situation, right? You're, you still you still do a little bit of the hands on bookkeeping, you know, categorize your expenses. Nobody knows your business like you do. Nobody knows your, you know, you're the one spending the money. Right. So nobody knows, you know, who is, uh, uh, you know, how you're spending the money other than you. So what I say is, you know, do you, you do that part and let us do the guidance, right? We'll guide you in the in the right directions. You know, we do a lot of that with, you know, some of those entrepreneurs who are, you know, developing that idea, right? And and you know, let's just have a, a thirty minute conversation, you know, once a month, you know, to make sure that you're heading in the right direction. But then, 
you hit the oh crap moment, right? And when <laughs> things are getting <laughs> things are getting busier, and that's good, right? And and that is when you do not want to continue to be your own accountant because that's when you're going to start missing a lot of opportunities. But I always tell people, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. So you you know you know there's nothing worse than a disengaged business owner who just says, hey, here you go, accountant. You you do my, you do my stuff, and you know make sure I have a profit at the end of the at the end of the month. Well. I can't do that, right? Because you know you are the one spending the money and managing the money. So what I can do is I can guide you, but then you know you do want to go through that process where you know you know your numbers, you start handing it off, and you know hopefully you know this side hustle becomes a real business and you start handing it completely off to someone that can put you in the right direction when you, in, in terms of uh, finances. Yeah, that makes sense. That. You need to take an active interest in, 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 in everything. You can't just say, this is now yours. I'm not going to pay attention to any of it at all. So right, <laughs> that makes sense. Well, Josh, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Absolutely. So I always tell, uh, I always tell everyone, focus on your three main pillars, your sales, your customers, and your financials. If you don't have any sales, you can't grow your business. If you don't keep your customer happy, you cannot grow a business. If you don't take care of your financials, your business will not survive. So that's the the difference making. You know, if I can leave you with anything, I'll leave you with that. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. You got to make sure you're taking your, you're mindful of your sales, your customers, and your financials. That, that makes sense. Josh, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Uh, find me on social media. Um, I am uh, Josh Alballero, A-L-B-A-L-L-E-R-O, or you can go to iugo.com, I-O-O-G-O.com. You can find more about us and what we do and how we can help. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Josh your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to iogo.com it's i o o g o.com you can find Josh on social media at Josh Albayero a l b a l l e r o and uh, get in touch thanks again Josh all right thank you have a great and day until next time keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together this episode is brought to you by money alignment academy if you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show.